0: Welcome to Belly Dance Alchemy, a captivating blend of the best elements of career and professional development and the magic of belly dance. I'm your host, Kelly Nottingham. Ready to make your day job sparkle and your dance life grow in new and inspiring ways? Let's see what we can brew up. Hi, everybody. Oh, little known fact. Well, it might not be so little known if you snooped on me on social media of any kind. But a lot of you may not know that my degrees are in comparative religion. So it's not theology uh, necessarily, although we do study theology, but it's more a study of the history, the politics, uh, the sociology of religions. And my specialty area was a focus on religious ritual. Now, it is the day after the winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere. It's December 22nd, and I love this time of year. I like a little bit of colder weather, which is funny because I live in southern Texas, so it's a rarity, but uh, this time of year is always a time uh, for me of some reflection. And a lot of the holidays, religious and otherwise like Festivus, are celebrated around concepts of light out of darkness. So you see in Yule celebrations, you usually see fire, a Yule log, if you will. You see in a lot of traditions the use of candles. So Hanukkah, Christmas, uh, Advent that goes along with Christmas, and Kwanzaa use a lot of candle lights. There are celebrations around the world that use lanterns. And it all comes back to this idea of the darkest day of the year, the longest night of the year, and seeing a glimmer of hope coming out of that darkness. Now, for all of you living in the Southern Hemisphere, I would love to hear from you about your thoughts on this topic, because it has always sort of boggled my mind that you celebrate, in my mind, what are cold weather holidays in the middle of summer, So I know a lot of you are in the Southern Hemisphere. I would love to hear from you your thoughts on this topic, those of you who are closer to the equator as well, uh, because your nighttime is not as long as the rest of us are dealing with right now. Anyway, uh, when we think about these kinds of holidays, whether or not we celebrate them, it is an interesting pattern to see this darkness and light juxtaposition. And for me this year, it had me thinking about the concept of resilience. This is something that I I hear a lot about at this time of year. I've heard a lot about it over the past couple of years. I'm sure you all have heard a lot about the concept of resilience. But I did want to talk to you about this just for a few minutes and then I will let you get on with your holiday season, whatever it is that you may do. Now, resilience. Uh, I think sometimes we have this idealized image of a resilient person as being someone who isn't phased by difficulty. Someone who is able to just kind of look at challenges and they don't even affect that person. Kind of like, you know, uh, something bouncing off of Superman. You know, it's like, a, you know, you throw something at Superman. It just, he doesn't even, it, it doesn't even phase him at all, right? But resilience is actually not about that. It's about positive coping and adaptation in the face of significant risk or adversity. Now that's a definition um, from Mastin and Reed to psychologists who uh, focus on resilience and have studied resilience. When you think about resilience, another way of looking at it is the ability to rebound or to bounce back from adversity or conflict or a failure, or it could be a positive change like getting a promotion or um, adding to the family in some way, and suddenly you have a lot more responsibility, a lot more change going on, and resilience is the ability to really kind of come to terms with that and cope with it in an effective way. Now, I see these holidays that humanity celebrates at this time of year. And, you know, I say that broadly, of course, a lot of cultures around the world for thousands of years have looked at this time of year in particular as a time of reflecting and resetting for the next year. And that's really what resilience is all about. It's about looking at what's going on, what has happened, and figuring out how we can effectively move forward. Now, this past year has been another doozy. I don't know about you guys, but I have struggled this year with some things, uh, feeling like maybe my resilience wasn't as strong as I needed it to be at times. Uh, struggling with getting back into routines, struggling with continuing to build professional networks. And I'm not even gonna talk about resilience when it comes to going to the gym or exercising in any way, because that just hasn't happened like I wanted it to this year. But I think that it's, it's an opportunity for us to take a few minutes at this time of year to really reflect on the challenges that we've been through and to see how well we have coped with them. A lot of times when we deal with difficult conversations or deal with difficult situations, deal with the difficult and frustrating events that come up for us, we tend to get through them and we don't really think about them anymore. We can build our resilience by reflecting on how we managed with those situations and how we coped with those situations. What did we do that was effective? And maybe what did we do that wasn't so effective that perhaps we should avoid next time around? Resilience, to me, is based on several different factors. It's based on the ability to self-reflect, to see what we've done, to remain optimistic about the fact that we can make changes in the positive for ourselves, that we have the ability the capability, the skill to move ourselves in a different direction from maybe where we've been. And that we have the support system that we need to help us to get where we want to go and to bounce back from whatever it is that we've dealt with. Now, this is huge, this last one, because isolation is a resilience killer. Nothing destroys your sense of resilience like being alone or feeling alone. And y'all, this has been something that has been endemic for the past couple of years. We have felt so isolated. We felt so alone. And even those of you who may be working in a hybrid work environment, you've picked back up with your work, working from home. That sense of isolation that can come from sitting by yourself for longer periods of time than you might be used to. Your brain tends to go a little haywire and we tend to focus on and stew on what's not going right, what might not go right, what we have done wrong, the fact that we're not going to be able to handle it if it happens. And I think for a lot of us, this ongoing challenge that we're having with COVID, um, with the new variants coming out, with the instability of knowing what's going on in the future, not only causes our resilience abilities to be challenged, but layered on top of that is the continued isolation that a lot of us have been feeling. So for this little mini episode, uh, before we launch into the holidays, I wanted to just share a few thoughts with you on how to look at resilience and how to think about resilience at this time of year. Uh, I know I'm going to be talking about resilience in the coming year, so this is not going to be super in-depth today, but I did just want to mention a few things that you can do to help you reframe your perspective, um, to help you feel um, a stronger sense of resilience. So first of all, uh, I would like for you to think about, but don't dwell on, Five things that were setbacks for you this year. Things that happened that maybe you didn't really want to happen, or things that you wanted to happen that didn't happen, or didn't happen the way you wanted them to. That was a really complicated sentence. But think about five things that maybe didn't go the way you wanted that you would consider setbacks for yourself. I'd like for you to, instead of dwelling on those, think about what you did to help yourself rebound. From those disappointments. What did you do? Uh, Who helped you? What helped you? What did you say to yourself? Uh, What did you physically do? Maybe you got up and took a walk if you needed to, or you switched tasks. I want you to start looking for patterns for how you tend to bounce back from disappointments. Now, if you find that you don't tend to bounce back from disappointments very well, especially right now, Think back to a disappointment that you had way in the past at some point in your life and what did you do? Secondly, if you are feeling isolated, if you are feeling like maybe you need more support in order to not dwell on what's going wrong in your life, to maybe help you bounce back from those disappointments a little bit faster, I would like for you to reach out to two people. That maybe you haven't reached out to in a little while. Trust me, they are probably feeling the exact same way you are. Uh, I recently actually got together for a dance event, and one of my dear friends showed up to that event. We hadn't seen each other in a couple of months, and we haven't talked really in depth in a very long time. And I mentioned to her that I really wanted to reconnect with her very soon. I wanted to talk to her very soon, and. For me, it felt a little needy to say that. Um, it felt like I was um, maybe imposing a little bit on her. Uh, but the fact was, I have been feeling isolated. Uh, and I needed to get some, some social support from my, my dear friend. Now, the interesting thing was that she responded back immediately with like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that because I've been, I've been wanting to reconnect with you too. So it just goes to show sometimes we may think that we're being uh, needy or bothersome, but we actually may be providing support for other people that maybe they're feeling needy and afraid to ask for that support too. So find two people to reach out to over the next week and a half, maybe before the new year. I'm not saying you have to do anything by the new year. But just to give yourself an opportunity to connect a little bit more, it's often in those actual interactions with the other person that we find our ability to rebound, um, that we find the resilience that we're looking for, because we can't be resilient alone. We need other people. We need that social support, and we need the support of our own internal friend to help us be resilient. All right. So with that, I'm going to uh, sign off for today. I am going to get some social support from uh, my hubby and from a couple of friends that I wanted to chat with today over the phone and from my cats, as much support as they tend to offer other than just laying on me and complaining about not having enough food. Uh, But I hope that you all have a wonderful, safe, calm, and refueling sort of holiday season No matter what holiday you celebrate, no matter if you celebrate, I hope that this time of year, this time of quiet, dark reflection brings forth those glimmers of light for you so that you can see your way forward into a wonderful new year. Thank you all so much for listening. I am so grateful for you and so appreciative of your support for this podcast. If you have a friend that you think might benefit from hearing this little bit of advice, please feel free to forward this uh, podcast episode to them. I would greatly appreciate it. And I will talk to you all in 2022. If the pandemic lockdown has made you aware of some major changes you want to make in your career or dance life, I can help. Maybe you realize you hate your current job or that you're holding yourself back from making a big life change that deep down you really want. Now is the time to start building momentum for the future. I've spent my career in professional development and training at Fortune 100 companies, leading training initiatives and coaching people from frontline employees to executive level leaders to improve their relationship to their work, their colleagues, and themselves. If you think some non-judgmental support and gentle nudging would help you to get going, give me a call to discuss one-on-one coaching and consulting. If your organization or company is ready for an injection of new ideas, energy, and practical tools to improve company culture and efficiency, let's chat. I have off-the-shelf workshops ready to bring to your organization on topics like effective communication, change management, presentation skills, and a suite of leadership development workshops, just to name a few. Custom workshops are also an option. For a 30-minute complimentary consultation, email me at bellydancealchemypodcast at gmail.com. Go to bellydancealchemy.org or reach out to me on LinkedIn or via the links in the podcast notes so we can see if I'm a good fit for your needs. Well, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and share the magic with your dance friends. If you want more, you can sign up for our mailing list at bellydancealchemy.org. Or you can email me your suggestions and feedback. I would love to hear from you at bellydancealchemypodcast at gmail.com. Bye.